feel like I've just held it in for so many years, like undermining me and being condescending towards me and trying to little bro me. And can we even post this fucking episode? Because it's like- Because it's his brother. Yeah. Logan talking condescendingly about Jake in Jake's own fucking documentary. Off camera, he was basically like, no, like I never respected you when we were kids. Like I thought you were a failure. He fucks your girlfriend. Yeah. Where's your breaking point? Like, I think it's, I think I'm at it. Logan has made anything that's great and big for Jake about Logan somehow. One one way or another, he makes it about him. See, now I'm just fucking going off. This is gonna be the best episode we've ever had, by far, hands down. And the energy is arising. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, he's fucking tripping. Yeah. yeah, you do, you do, you do. Bring it out. Come on. Your turn, Jasper. Yeah, Let's better. get that shit the fuck up, you fucking bitch ass motherfuckers. Jesus. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, 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 no. I'll dog you the fuck out right now. Bring the fucking can we, can smoke, we add, bro. Add, add some DMX. No, no, turn your shit up. Is what you hearing? Yeah. Is what you hearing? <laughs> you know what time it is? Um, Rough Riders Anthem. Mellow Boys today, man. It's a lot going on, though. You're in some. Some issues, man. I'm not in any issues. Well, there's some issues <laughs> that are being pushed on to me. By a, 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 a crazy guy, it seems like, man. I've been reading the comments, and they don't seem to on his side. Yeah. How do you feel about it? You you seemed a little down yesterday. Uh, we should give uh, some, context. some context. Jake, you were on Impulsive two days ago, and you and your brother got into a passionate discussion back and forth about some issues that I think you've both been keeping in for a while and it kind of exploded uh, on the show and there was, a, there was a bit of back and forth about some jealousy, about stealing fights, about brand partnerships and uh, now we're a couple days after that and the internet has reacted but I, I don't know if you have so it'd be interesting to hear what your thoughts are a couple days out from that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It's just like all a tough situation because our life is in the public spotlight and I like don't even want to perpetuate it more and like continue to create turmoil or any like weird energies that are out there but like then the other side of it is, is already out there and then I look bad because of how he is acting so it looks like I'm arguing with him but really I'm more so just setting his ego in line and and this is just me being honest because I feel like I've just held it in for so many years like I'm kind of just speaking my mind more so now and I'd like the truth sets you free but um I'm kind of more so, I'm, I'm not arguing with him. Like, I don't want him to look bad, but he almost, like, can't help himself to look bad. And I think that's... Yeah, you... you, you Fuck, bro. I don't even know if we can go here with all this shit. You, but, you, but the problem is, like, you silence yourself often about it, um, and you, like, deal with it in real life, and, you know, you, you try to converse with him. But it, like, leaves it so one-sided and just gives his narrative like just a one-way fucking tarmac to fly off and i feel like you don't like shed enough light or like share you know your narrative of it or like like what it really is yeah because i think it just makes us both look bad that like we can't 
I, I guess be on the same page as like brothers. What do you, like what him you, looking bad makes me look bad. So you, it's like what, we both look stupid, and there's like no point. I mean, and and then this is this is what's stupid about it is like I don't know why he put that out. Like I was telling him and his team, like why are you putting this out? No one wins here. It, and you, then his team is like clapping, like no, this is great content. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even want. I don't even know if we can fucking use this. Because then when I start to talk about it, it just feels like I'm bringing him down, which I don't want to do. But then it's like, I, but I also though. don't want to be brought down with him. So it's like, what? What do I choose? What side do I choose? And then it now it's like starting to unravel and like reveal itself. And like clearly he has envy and jealousy towards me and that's what i told him off camera and he's like no 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 but it like everyone sees it it's like clear as day and it's like why we're on the same team i'm not in competition with him i want him to be a billionaire i want him to accomplish all of his goals it's the it's him undermining me and being condescending towards me and trying to little bro me and discrediting everything that i do and and so what makes you so like passionate about just trying to level it out and like not speak on it or, or like just because it's his brother yeah and like and no, like <laughs> yeah but it's been it's like ongoing it's been years of like you being undermined and it's evident like yeah. everyone knows that like in personal relationships on the internet you can see it everywhere and everyone knows it and like you're the only person who doesn't speak like you 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 let him win every time yeah because i don't care enough to like try to prove my point like to, the way you combat that is with like more love like you're not like being abrasive towards it and just like creating more then this is where this all gets fucked is like dude can we even post this fucking episode because it's like now i'm perpetuating it but at some point when am i just a rag doll who's like bending over and like letting him treat me like shit so then so then it's like it's such a tricky situation. And and by the way, the, a public forum is like not the place to handle it. And then that's where I but get that, caught that's, up in that's the loop. Where, that's what he loves. Like me, the media is his moral compass. Like whatever is right to the public eye is what he follows. Yeah. So like he loves this shit. Like that's the only way you can kind of settle it on his grounds because you never want to settle it on your grounds. It, it never settles. It's been ongoing. You say, oh, the way you handle this with more love. You've been giving more and more and more love every time it happens you went from 50% to 60% to 70% 80% now you're at his door with the love and here you are yep no and, and then it's just me getting like taken advantage of but i think this might be like a turning point where if if he i don't know i don't know yeah the whole the whole thing i think sh never should have been a public conversation it should have been a conversation between the two of you like i said i think there's this has been a thing that's been bubbling up between you for a while at least on your side i think you felt a lot of this for a while you felt like your older brother was jealous of you you felt like he always makes things that are about you about him and it's bothered you and you've wanted to have that conversation and it should have been a private conversation but now it's a public conversation and i think that's where it's like as a friend when it's made a public conversation you, you still chose to take the high road in a lot of aspects. There's a lot of things you didn't say there. And, um, yeah, because I don't want it to seem like I'm arguing. that I don't need to argue my point in case. Like my, I let my actions and my love speak for itself. Yeah. And 
but maybe yeah maybe it's like what jasper's saying is like that doesn't get through to him yeah. and it hasn't so um for me the, the most frustrating thing out of that whole conversation for me was hearing him undermine you and belittle you with these snarky comments about we we know who the better fighter is come on jake we come yeah. on buddy come on l- yeah, come on little bro yeah. we know and and to me what that reminded me of I actually had this, this situation. I'm an older brother. I have a younger brother. And for years as a kid, I unconsciously did a similar thing where I was better at him than a lot of things. And I would take advantage of that. And like, I, I loved being better and being the older brother. And I always won whatever we were playing because I had certain advantages. And there was like one thing that he was better at than me and it was video games. And when we would go play video games, he would beat me at video games. And then you know what I would say? I would say, yeah, I wasn't actually trying. And like... I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think anything of that until we were a little bit older. And he was like, yeah, that really hurt me when you would do that. He's like, I just love you and look up to you. And even when I would finally win a game, you would have to belittle it or, or write it is off. A, it's a very real thing, bro. You have to understand, like, as a, I'm the youngest. I have fucking three older brothers that I lived with my entire life. As a younger brother, it's not my goal to be better than you. I get excited. It's like, holy shit. I just, I, I did something like you might be proud of me. I just fucking won. Like, isn't that cool? And like, like tearing it down is like the craziest thing. Like, yeah. yeah. For me as the little brother, it's always like team, team, team. We did this together. We started our YouTube channel together and, and basically all, like off camera, he was basically like, no, like I never respected you when we were kids. And yeah, that's fucking and, terrible. and like, I thought you were a failure and all this shit. And I was just like, so you didn't even like, respect me as a brother because I was always there for you and trained for sports with you and played with you in the woods and built forts together and we were best friends and we survived a traumatic childhood together between our our parents like abusing us like but you had no respect for me until I was older and was successful and then I was just like I don't know what's going on right now and now I'm just like lost but where's your breaking point like i think it's i think i'm there you you watch the documentary i think um, i'm there you see and in the documentary he was so condescending and still like undermining me the whole entire you time you get on a plane right after your fight yeah and the the most wild shit possible the first thing he says to you as soon as you guys sit down on a plane i don't know if you want to share that but personally i think it's fucking insane um and it's 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 just <sighs> where's your breaking point? Like, I think it's I think I'm at it. I think it was the, it was that it was that. But then it's like, then that's just like this whole fucking loop. Like, I have always taken the higher road in 2017. Always take the higher road. Always don't try to say my case online. He and there, drops, there's some things he you dro- can't even say. Yeah, and he drops diss track and take higher road. He does it, take higher road, take higher road, take higher road. And he like, fucks your girlfriend. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like, take higher road. Don't expose that. Oh, now he wants to expose it himself. Okay. But I just don't even perpetuate it. But it's a fucking pattern. Do you not realize? Yeah, I'm, no, but that's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. Imagine, I'm at, I think I'm at the breaking point. Imagine a person like, being what do so I do? sociopathic. I hate this shit. That, like, they're like, fuck it. I'm going to tell the world this I is not fucked all my brother's worth. girlfriend. Like, yeah. that's, that's insane. The media is his moral compass. Like compass, him, compass, 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 fuck you. Um, even like him, I see him in the gym bi-weekly. Like he'll be in the gym once every two weeks. Fuck, bro. We can't. Are we really doing this right now? Well, that's a, this no, whole thing. Feel, yeah, this, this whole thing feels wrong. It feels fucked up. That's what I'm saying. It's like, unrealistic. I don't, I don't like sitting here 
shit talking two brothers. You're your brothers at the end of the day. And, and this whole thing feels wrong, but it, it is public now. It's been made public. I, I, don't, I don't know how you People navigate this. People don't see this. how you react in private. Especially when you, you have a private conversation with them after and it goes terribly. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. And really how I feel, like, I, don't, I don't know if this is out of line, but like, I feel really, if you're really just the better fighter and you're just little bro and really, no, 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 we no, know, no, no. really, J Jake, we know, I think you should get, no, no, you, no, you no, could, no, you could no, go no. to Puerto Rico and spar right now. No, 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 And we no, can see no, how that no, goes. Because no, no, I, no, I, no. I, I think it's fucked up. No, don't need, don't need to do that. Yeah. No. But, but. But that just shows the separation between you guys. It's like, in his mind, like, oh, I would love to fight him one day. And in your mind, you literally never want to fight your brother. That's not an option in your mind that you, you would like to choose not to well, i think logan said together. he didn't want to fight jake but it's it's just interesting to hide behind we know who the better fighter is buddy but i'll never fight you because i'm your brother and i love you so much but we know buddy who's the better he one fucking, that's convenient he, he hates it yeah and did you see that picture of of when you when you won your fight against nate diaz and everybody's cheering and and logan's sitting there he looks like a super villain. I, like this, once again, this, does, this feels fucking weird because we go back to Puerto Rico and we see Logan every day. This, this, like, I don't know, bro, but like, did, did you see that, that picture or the, the video? Yeah, I, didn't, I, I just, I didn't think it was real. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it, it's, it seems fake, but it's not. There's yeah, like a video of it too. And I just don't get it. I, I just can't believe it. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's weird. It's weird. True. It's really weird. Because even in private, like, you speak so high, highly of, like, what you guys, like, what you want you guys to do and, and your plans and, like, even just exciting things that you want them to be a part of. Like, when you talk about, like, your ranch, you're like, oh, me and Logan this, me and Logan that. Like, everything. You involve him in every single fucking thing you can possibly. I, I, I think the reason I've created, like, our brotherhood and, like, having these friends around us because I yearned for it. And Lo Logan has even said it. What You always have people around. You always have so many people around. It's because I was, like, so lonely as a kid, and I never had, like, the brother that I wanted. And so, like, I found you guys. And oh. it's, like, that's why I, like, have, have so many people around us because it's, like, this brotherhood that I so deeply yearned for as a kid and, like, never had anyone to play with. Wasn't allowed to, like, hang out with him and his friends and i would just like ride my bike around the city like asking kids to hang out because i like wanted that like person and that's what bothers me so much today is the fact that we started all this together as like a team and we like now don't do really anything together like actually it, in terms of like business or building something together i think that'd be like the coolest thing in the world is to like have some sort of company or something with him. And I've tried so many times. But You start something good and then he like creates war within it. It's like you guys buy a warehouse together and you like hang up a better flag because that's a company you fucking own. Now there's a bar stool flag right behind it. You fucking put problem child in the ring and now there's fucking prime and UFC in the ring next to it. Like, like, yeah, ironic, like. It, it doesn't yeah, make so, sense. And, and that's, yeah. The room upstairs that nobody sees at the warehouse has nothing Logan related. You go downstairs in the room that everyone sees and everyone's filming, there's a picture on, two, two to three pictures on every wall, every fucking corner of the room that just have, you, you get your newspaper hung up, like, that you got as a fucking gift. 
um, with all the articles on your accolades. He hangs one up literally right next to it, like gets it made in it. Like, what? What's the what's the takeaway this from all fucking, of this? Like, uh, the takeaway is don't be famous and fame and money. Money is the root of all evil. Actually, is the takeaway. Mm. People get lost. But you guys are so far past like the but when you're so deeply like hurt and traumatized and like you have such a big void of validation nothing can fill it but like you've hit every that's why you find the pinnacle. unhappy billionaire such a common theme so we just go broke i'm thinking about it let's all <laughs> just go broke you know who I, we just fucking spent some time at uh, Danny's ranch, Danny Duncan. Um, we flew over there. I honestly love how he lives. Like, yeah. it's, it's fucking insane. Like, he's the most down-to-earth person I've ever met in my entire life. Like from Super dope guy. Like, I, I can't believe it. I, I woke up thinking about it. It's so fucking remarkable how he could be so, and his work ethic is insane. Like, mm. it doesn't make sense when you see how he lives. And like how they all carry themselves versus his work ethic when you see online and his videos, it's like remarkable. Yeah, like, money actually changed like nothing about his life. Nothing at all. Nothing. Yeah. Yep. And and another and Cody as well, whistling diesel. Fucking great two spectacular Dope young guy. men. I'm I'm yep. very proud of them. Endlessly proud of two, them. made two new friends. They dev yes, yeah. Love you guys. And you definitely deserve every fucking thing you have. Yeah. Uh, that was so much fun to just like be a YouTuber again for the day. Yeah, and just like let loose, fuck around. It it really like brought back this like old nostalgic joy. I feel like I feel like <laughs> like Danny's at peace. Like he found peace for sure. And that town is like so cool. Just fucking around every single day. I want to do more collabs with other like YouTubers and just like do more fun things. I I feel like I've missed it. It's been like out of my life. I just like I've only focused on boxing, and I realized that's like such a big part of what I initially loved to do was just like be around other creative, funny ass people who love to do crazy shit. It just got oversaturated. Like, and, and at the time yeah. when you were like taking a step back, it was like a bunch of social climbing. So I, I understand it, but like, and it's hard to find people like this. Like it's very slim to none and a chance of finding like two people who are just as like grounded as they are. Um, it's like oftentimes it's like the fakest, weirdest relationship off camera and on camera. It's like some fucking I, I don't know. Like it's draining. It's, it's definitely yeah, it, didn't, it, it didn't feel like forced at all. Like from the moment we like pulled up and even meeting code, like everything was just like super. It clicked super well. They're like, I love the threesome. You didn't know you needed the trio. They're so fucking awkward in person. That's when I when I when I first met uh, Cody, we, like just had like a separate conversation. He didn't even know how to like, properly shake hands. And then he like grew into comfort. That makes me happy. Like when you see like a sporadic ass weirdo with a camera and like the first thing they do, they're just fucking Tasmanian devil wild. It's like, oh, this guy has no soul. <laughs> right. Are, are you going to take some more time for stuff like that? No, we're a few days out now from your fight. And you had said you're going to take some time for yourself. Um, where's your head at? First of all, I guess with the fight, now that you've had some time to digest everything, um, how do you feel? What's your, what's your takeaway? And then also what's, what's next? Yeah. Very, very, very happy with the fight. Like an amazing event. So much has come out of it. So much love support, uh, 
good things. All, everyone on the business side, we absolutely crushed it. It's looking like uh, 500,000 plus pay-per-views. Congrats. Biggest gate. And that's U.S. pay-per-views. So, like, it means more because it costs more um, in the U.S. So, massive number, massive success. There's, like, statistics that show the Google uh, searches from that night. We were, like, number one most search uh, Google trend by, like, 10 times. Um trended everywhere Jeez. just num biggest gate biggest ticket sales biggest sponsorship so drake it sounds like you need to come over to better pitch yeah man, oh, man. <laughs> it's a seat for you right here baby <laughs> download better uh, <laughs> but yeah just great and happy with my performance happy with my cardio the new team absolutely crushed it and having so much confidence moving forward and i truly showed myself what i'm capable of coming back from a loss on the biggest stage and just going 10 rounds with the dog walking the dog um putting him on a leash and yeah i'm hungrier than ever man just That's like good. wanting to take some time because i've been going hard for eight months straight not sure what's next, but had a meeting with Nikisa this morning, and we went over a couple of different options of, of different routes and paths to go next. And there's a lot of like interesting things on the table, but I'm gonna take a couple more days and really like digest things. And we've just been going back to back to back, music videos dropping out. It's probably already out by now. If you haven't seen that it's podcast, impulsive Mike Tyson business meetings, better stuff. Uh, this just going nonstop uh, brand partnership meetings. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's been a whirlwind, so I haven't been able to like digest everything that's happened in the past couple of days, but I'm feeling really good about things. You in know, a, in a weird way, it's that, that's what happens after fights. Like it's supposed to be your time to relax and collect and take a break, but then you win a fight and everything starts coming to the table. So you have to you have to take advantage of that. You have to take those meetings and it ends up being Yeah, you just actually as busy. get like way busier after the fight. When like you're expecting it to die down, you actually like have to step up to the plate and like do even more things. Yeah. The, the hardest part's answering all the fucking text messages. I don't know how you do that. It's, it's like I still it's, have like two hundred more to go. It's very commendable because like it, you haven't had a single break literally from January to August. Like yep. after you lost the fight, you literally the next day flew back and started working out and just stayed on it. And I, I haven't seen you out the gym for a day doing fucking two days. Like, yeah, the la the last I've only taken these three days off now. You were eating Doritos yesterday. <laughs> Doritos like, at like three a.m. Like, and I felt guilty. I was, I was like, like hey, what am I doing those. right now? And then I was like, nah, like I need to eat some fucking Doritos. Last night you were also talking about like your ability to showcase your technical advancement in boxing and how you you, you saw some people saying that they didn't see as much improvement as they expected from you, and you were you were explaining how against Nate Diaz, you don't necessarily get to showcase technical boxing improvement. That's He's a not a, fight. a fighter that you, you technically box against. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going in there against a really sharp boxer with, like, a high level uh, of thinking, boxing IQ, it turns into this, like, chess match. And both people look really sharp and composed, and it looks more of, like, a, this art, and it's fancier and the higher technique. But when you're in there with a dog and you're just – punching the shit out of him and he's not going down and he keeps on coming forward it turns into just to a brawl and who wants it more and who's punching harder and who's throwing more punches and it's going to be sloppy against the mma unorthodox fighter um but i think the people who like really see it they see my left hook develop first time dropping an opponent with a left hook highest punch count average 50 punches around balance footwork um 
speed, body shots, combinations, uh, moving on the outside, more feints, and then uh, just not slowing down my foot on the gas the whole entire time. And you ain't throw an overhand right? Yeah. Not it, one time. Yeah, yeah. He had a high guard, so it was more going to the body because he was blocking the, the shots up top. And it's funny, bro. Like, people think they know about boxing, and, I, like, someone specifically, like, that I know DM'd me and was like, yo, like, why weren't you throwing the overhand right? And it's like what like people think they know about anything to do with boxing it's like guys come on now like if 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 his hands are up like this where is the overhand right gonna land guys okay welcome to the first grade that's gonna get blocked up here so what's open oh look it's the body like people are just like trying to like send tips and shit after the fight it's like the discredit is my problem though because like if you were anybody else on this fucking planet, anybody, if you were doing what you were doing in the last three and a half years, four years of learning how to box from literally fucking ground zero, like if you compare your first fight to your current fight, everything has improved. Your competition, your skill set, your knowledge, just all of it. And it's like, yeah, but look at where the discredit is coming from. Like, yes, no, right. But like, what the fuck doesn't click for certain people? It's like, I wonder, what, I wonder what doesn't click when they see, when these people that have these things to say, whoever the fuck they are, wherever they are, when they see professional fighters praising your performance, when they see professional fighters saying nothing but good things about your performance, do they feel dumb about the fact that they're saying but the fuck, polar opposite? You know, like, who's praising? They don't, like, but dumb people don't know they're dumb. That's the problem. It does, if one of the, <laughs> it's if, like a serious, if one, if one of it's the fucking, really the biggest problem in America. One of the idiots who typed out these comments, whatever the fuck they're saying, took two years of their life training for just to fight Anderson Silva. Just take two years of your, whole, your fucking life, 365 days straight, dedicate that to fighting Anderson Silva. He's going to fucking smoke you. You take two years of your life, a year of your life, six months of your life, whatever the fuck, however long you want to take the train, you go fight Nate Diaz, he's going to whoop your fucking ass. You go fight Tyrone Willie, he's going to whoop your fucking ass. This, like, it, people don't realize, and then I'll say something like this, or you'll say something about it, and people will be like, oh, they're glazing. You don't fucking realize this is all within a span of three and a half years mm. that this man has learned how to wipe out a fucking professional a legend of a combat sports like well and just going 10 rounds in my eighth pro fight which the only other fighter to do that is tyson fury but that's after 40 amateur fights gervonta having 200 something fights before fighting in his in 10 rounds in 10 his, rounds and it's eight like fights, bro. it's unheard of but people just don't even want to give that any credit whatsoever. it makes people like sick to their stomachs like, yeah they, they don't want to hear just, it like, bro, it doesn't matter how you slice it or dice it. Nate Diaz is a fucking legend, bro. That man is a dog. He's a zombie. He can't get put down. I will say the, uh, it, this is where the, the Jack Harlow line comes in, and it's the ones who hate me the most look just like me. And it's typically, the, when I see the people who are hating on me, it's typically someone who's around my age that's a male that probably I make them, like, feel insecure or lesser than because they w wish they could be doing what I'm doing. But you don't see the older generation. They respect it. They realize how hard it is. Even the, the younger kids are like, this is amazing. Look at them. I'm supporting them. Best boxer Absolutely. ever. It's literally the most hate, I believe. And what I see comes from like a 28-year-old male <laughs> who probably feels belittled by him realizing He's like sitting on the couch at his mom's house or some shit, and he can't accomplish what I did. Yeah. 
do you ever care to showcase more of your life? Because no one sees that you're in the gym twice a fucking day working out and working hard and like doing everything possible to be the best you can. It's a never ending game though, to try and combat all that. Like it's a, it's a, that's a never ending game to try and, to try and prove to the world, you know, yeah, that, I w- well, you know, that's why I was hoping the Netflix doc would have more of like the actual training behind the scenes. It didn't really like show the rigorous routine. It kind of like just skipped over it. I didn't show like how I got this good because that's what people don't realize is like there had to be time effort. and There's no shortcuts in boxing. You literally can't shortcut it. You have to do the thousands of repetitions and the sparring. A thousand hours. But they'll see, I guess, eventually, or I guess the results can just speak for themselves um but i'm i'm more so in a game right now of proving to myself what i'm capable of and proving myself right because now it's to a point where i saw the first ever not maybe not first ever but one of the first tweets ever um from a super respected boxer oscar de la hoya he was now the first one to put out the narrative that agreeing with me that I will be fighting for a world title because I think after he saw the performance going 10 rounds, 500 punches in 10 rounds, which is more than Canelo's last fight, uh, average punch per round. And now I think people were like, Oh my God, he went 10 rounds. Oh my God. He looked really good. Oh my gosh, what could he look like in three years? Which is when I'm saying 2026 is when I will go for the world championship and contend for a world title. I think this fight did something to make people like finally realize like, oh shit, like he wasn't joking. And I think people were thinking that I was maybe just saying it for like marketing or to like create hype. But I think maybe now they realize that I'm being dead fucking serious. The the problem is I don't think people understand what, like, manifesting is. It, like, blows my mind. Like, when you mention someone like Canelo or, like, a big fighter that one day you want to fight or, like, you believing that you could knock out fucking Mike Tyson, whoever the fuck. It's like when you're young and you say, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars one day. Like, have you said that? Did you not say that when you were young? Yeah, yeah, 100%. But uh, but the the biggest thing is when I had – when I was getting 70,000 views on YouTube and I wrote in my shower, I, Jake Paul, will become the biggest vlogger in the world. And then the other one said, I, Jake Paul, will average 15 million views a day on YouTube. It seemed impossible, but then you just fucking do it. That's the thing. And I literally got to that and became still the, the world's uh, biggest vlogger in the history of YouTube. No one will ever beat it. Um, no one will ever beat my average daily view count. Cemented as the GOAT, the greatest vlogger in the history of YouTube forever. And yes, I'm being um, a little bit braggadocious right now because I don't do it often. And I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm often like not proud of myself, but that one I'm proud of. And uh, Why are you not often proud of yourself? Indoctrination for my dad. That's so terrible. You yeah, like have if, a lot if, of trauma. If, yeah, if, if, like you're, if you can't even make your own parents proud as like a kid... Even when, like, I would win the tournament, it was like, oh, but that wasn't good enough. So it's like you can't ever even be proud of yourself. So you have to, like, flip that around. But that but I'm not complaining. Motive. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's what made me great because I just have, like, went, like, life's a bitch. Life's tough. So yeah. whoopty fucking do. But, um, but yeah, like, manifestation is where we're going. So it's real. It's real as fuck. It's and, very And as long real. as you, like, put in the work and um, 
that's what the the missing piece of the puzzle that like people don't realize they think they just like say it out loud i will do this i will do this and then they expect it to happen but you have to the goal the sacrifice has to match the goal right and if it doesn't then of course the manifestation is not going to work Question, you and uh, Connor had a, a little back and forth on Twitter the past couple of days. A little back and forth. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- I want to talk about that, but then I also want to ask on top of that, which, which direction are you going with this? Because Connor is an MMA fighter. A lot of critique online has to do with you losing to a boxer, then going back to an MMA fighter. Next fight, do you want to go back to a boxer? Do you want to rematch Tommy? Do you want to go to another MMA yeah, fighter? Yeah, I, want, I the- want professional boxers. Right, it's only been three and a half years. You can only make a certain amount of fights happen. And the plan was always to fight Nate Diaz after Tommy Fury, win, lose, or draw. Want Tommy. And people think there's like this like ducking of professional boxers. It's simply uh, time and creating it. I think the next fight could potentially be a professional boxer. Um, worse yeah to the drawing board but like guys please like one ass take it easy on me i'm just i'm just getting fucking started i'm 26 years old like well, it's but- eight fights and like i can only make so much fucking happen and there's only so much i can do and i have the goals and originally all of this started was to squash beefs i started boxing because of shit talk and to beat people up who were shit talking. Yes, and but so you I had also, to squash the beef with Nate Diaz while he was out of his UFC contract. So, um, but you also throw yourself into the deep end with claims, and, and you do say things like, "I'm going to be a world champion." Exactly. I'm going to like, be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's just like time, um, and the, and uh, if I've proven anything, be a harsh critic on me. I say crazy shit. If I've proven anything, it's that I continue to raise my level of opposition and continue to challenge myself and continue to do things like going 10 rounds. I'm going to get to the highest level of competition and I'm taking it step by step and making the right decisions and, uh, and challenging myself at the same time. There's a reason people tune in. There's a reason why these fights sell hundreds and millions of pay-per-views because People don't know who's going to win. I think, they're, they're not going to tune into a fight if they know I'm going to win. I think it's fucking insane that like someone like KSI can like fight a bunch of journeymen and then like still even feel in his mind that it's a conversation. No, like, but, it, but, but, he, he doesn't, but the thing is, is like in his mind it's a conversation, but like he doesn't sell pay-per-views. He doesn't no, sell good pay-per-views. And like you look at the views of all of his last three fights, like the re-uploads of them combined it's less than my last fight because people don't really care like he's a big what are the numbers he's a big star he's a big star in the uk but like he doesn't move anything in the u.s and this does not actually sell a lot of pay-per-views what what what, what numbers of pay-per-views does he sell because that seems hard to believe he sells like a hundred thousand no yes no what what fight was he doing that he sells the 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 last three fights he sold a hundred thousand then like a hundred fifty thousand and then like two hundred thousand with him on the card or just like his misfit shit no 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 him on the card it's interesting and p and and the people like to like talk about the success of logan versus ksi uh one which is in terms of like typical boxing it's still great numbers but like it was still only three hundred thousand buys at twenty dollars which isn't a lot 
Where is this two point something million? Like, if you do the math on that, it's like, in terms of regular boxing, it sure it's great, but like they're acting like they're running around God. Three hundred thousand buys by twenty dollars is six million dollars. That pays for like the cost of the event. Congratulations, you broke even. Whoop the fucking do. You want a cookie? KSI said that there's an 80% chance that he doesn't fight again after this Tommy fight. Did you see that? Yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it's a, whatever he wants to do. Like, I believe there's, there's beef between us still to settle. I want both fighters, win, lose, or draw, either one of them. I want to fight KSI. I want to fight Tommy Fury. And I think it needs to happen for the culture, all of them. But, yeah, of course, he can, he can do whatever he wants. I'm, I'm going to... Um, focus on becoming a world champion which i which i've always said at ksi was always like oh my end goal is jake my end goal is jake and to me it's like a side quest like yeah there's yeah. beef there but like i have my vision set on a much bigger picture he doesn't realize he's chasing you around yeah <laughs> like, well i think that's why he says it like he tries to play these like games to like make it seem like oh like he needs to like come and chase me around no and, he's like, literally I'm, like, chasing bro. you around like he's he's Congrats. everything he's doing is like out of fulfillment like for something that correlates with you it's not it's like a on, little kid trying to like impress an adult yeah it's, it's not like him on a, a journey that he cares about it's like him doing something out of spite for something that correlates with what, what do you mean like, like for ex like for example what is he doing that makes it seem like he's chasing jig around boxing in general he's like oh i'm gonna fight tommy fury then i'm gonna be the a-side and i'm the big fish and this is your worst and i nightmare. get to do what i want and he, he and then i'm gonna retire and be does. like the the legend of the space and shit and it's like Congrats, buddy. Like, you're, you're, you're in a war with yourself. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, what's interesting is, like, coming back full circle, lots of psychoanalytical similarities between him and uh, Logan. So lots of them. When you, when you read into it, lots of them. Lots of sociopathic tendencies. Mm. Shane Dawson about to. Uh, Shane Dawson needs to. Shane Dawson revamp. picked the wrong Paul brother to fucking Man. interrogate. <laughs> he needs to run it back, Shane Dawson. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just because we just came back to that briefly. What uh, what what's the next like course of action for you and Logan? Do you sit down and have a fucking dinner and figure this out? Do you? Well, he needs to go to ayahuasca like three times. That's not like I'm being serious. Like what? that's the only answer. Like it is like y'all about to go out like the island boys. Why do you say that? Because he needs an ego death badly, and I think that's that's the only. Uh, do you feel like you had an ego death during my spiritual ceremonies? I'm talking about just in general, overall, as a, as a man, as a growing man. Yeah, I think boxing gave me an ego death. I came into it like thinking I knew it all, well, had all of this confidence and thought I could just I was going to be the best overnight and and I realized like how how big my ego was and when these like boxers were beating my ass when I first started and that's where my ego death came from was in the sport of boxing in the gym and I had to learn respect very fucking quickly and learn I am a fucking peon now in terms of this boxing shit and I am starting from fucking scratch and I should just shut the fuck up and be quiet in the gym and earn my fucking stripes and that was my ego death 
for sure. You just have to but, be careful with the, the verbs there. Like, like ego, death, our, all of our egos are plenty intact and they're, they're, they're very much there. So an, a full-blown ego death is not get off that what any of us sitting here have, have, have experienced. So Meaning, just, uh, yeah, of course it's like still there. It's just like, uh, I guess like a better way to put it is winding it fucking down. Yeah, it, it puts your ego in check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just winding it down. That's what I mean by ego death. But in my spiritual ceremonies, I didn't really have it. Like, I don't think mine was, like, in, in a place where it was, like, unmanageable and, like, out of control and, like, affecting parts of my life uh, where his clearly is. Um, you're about to get beat up by Clarissa Shields. What do you mean? She's calling you out all over Twitter, man. She said you're subpar. I'm going to let Shadeja Green handle that lightweight. Shadeja Green versus Clarissa Shields. We need that. Yeah. We need that. Yeah, that's that's the end of the conversation there. Absolutely. The most, the thing I'm most excited about, or, or it's like right up there with winning, is better reaching number three in the App Store. Oh Absolutely God, crushing it. Better picks is on Congrats. fire. I need a raise. Available in 24 states, so people can finally play in the biggest states, California, Texas. The list goes on and on and on of the states it's available in. So check, download better, and see if uh, Better Picks is available in your state. It most likely is. Um, but crushing it, off to the races, a year, a year now, our year anniversary of launching the company, Better Picks is live, crushing it in the App Store, something like 100,000 downloads, putting the industry on fucking notice. Um, and we really are the best app. We offer the best product, the best intuitive design, the highest multipliers, no pushes. I mean, the list goes on and on and why we're better. Football season is around the corner. I just want to say thanks to everyone here as well because, like, we've been working so hard, and it's such a great team, a great culture. We're here in this warehouse building this company together, and, like, the vision and the dreams are turning into reality and we're actually executing and doing exactly what we said we were going to do and beating expectations in a short amount of time. So congrats to the better team, honestly. Yeah. And if you have prize picks, uh, delete the app. Yeah, delete that fucking bullshit-ass app, app because you're going to get pushed. You're only at 25 mul times multipliers um, and better's better. Same with underdog. Like, come on. And we're going to match in your deposits, $100 matching deposits uh, for first-time users. So, uh, yeah, you get, you get free $100 deposit. So great out of go here. download that shit, 21 plus. But, man, like, to, to win the fight, see better at the top of the app store, crushing it. Life's good. Yeah. Are you happy? Our views are still shit on this channel, though. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta figure this shit out. Controversy. I gotta beat like an old yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You something. should do that on the show. If I go to jail. Yeah, that'll yeah, that'll boost the numbers. Yeah. Jasper goes to jail. Free Jasper. In, in, enter. Maybe we should bring George Janko on as a co-host. Wow. Ooh. Wow. This is a good idea. Yeah, wow. let's do that. We should do a George Janko episode, since we're already like, might as well if we're shaking the fucking pot. Can I get a pot to shake up? He's a really sweet guy. He actually called me yesterday just to like check in and talk about God and like. Yeah, so bro. Really, yeah, I, the I, I love the also. kid. I love the kid. You dropped a song recently. I don't even know if this is gonna make it in there. That bitch hard. It sounds like oh, we're this is crazy. Again. This is crazy though because like, 
I've stayed silent on like my support for George because I didn't want Logan to look bad. But now I'm like supporting his, one of his enemies now and how is he going to take it? But he's partnered with an enemy. But then, oh, wow. Like, let's flip the tables and see see how he partnered likes it and maybe put him through ones. what I'm fucking have to deal with all the fucking time. How do you like it, Paul? You're, you're, you're Paul. See, now I'm just fucking going off. Go off. Come on. Talk your shit, man. Yeah, because part of me feels like we didn't really say a lot that should be said i don't know i feel like we might get to the cut i don't just I, we can always cut shit out but i feel like we might get to the cut and be like damn wish would have said that i don't know i don't if he's here he's is not here but he but yeah it's like and there's so much to unpack but yeah it might be a little too much to unpack we could just leave it there maybe do you think you and your bite you and your brother will ever fight each other no i'm not fighting him yeah He's the, he, he's, he's the, he, you know, he's the better fighter. So many people like it. Yeah. But from, from Jake's point of view, what it feels like, and you're right, it's a great documentary and it, as a viewer, unbiasedly, it, it, it's great to watch. But from Jake's point of view, what he maybe won't say is that his whole fucking life, Logan has made anything that's great and big for Jake about Logan somehow, one way or another, he makes it about him. And this is supposed to be Jake's big fucking break where Jake finally gets a documentary about himself and it's Jake to the world and this is huge for Jake. And then Jake turns it on and it's fucking Logan. And it's not just Logan, it's prime everywhere. And it's not just prime everywhere, it's Logan talking condescendingly about Jake with these under, these snide little comments in Jake's own fucking documentary but if it was his documentary he would have left all the shit in there that made you look wild and would have never said anything about it absolutely yeah and i also think i guess think the stuff with your with your dad was not really told i think there were some elements of it that were untold i just think you knowing your whole true story there could have been a lot more and there was a lot that was left out but that's what happens when you work with these big networks you don't have the creative control of these things and like you said on logan's Thankfully, we'll be putting out a documentary at some point that will be the whole true untold story of your life. Yeah. Um, but at the end series. of the day, at the end of the day, it still was a great piece. I think it was great. Um, so we should go to sleep now. Yeah. Really sorry bad. about this, guys. Yeah, I, I, I truly apologize. Yeah, we need we're we're gonna go on vacation and come back with some fucking crazy stories about Jasper like butt chugging shit in Ibiza. Yeah, I'm going home for a week, and I just want to let you guys know I'm putting my phone in a drawer for the whole week. So if I don't respond that's to dope. you, uh, that's why. That's dope. You that's won't amazing. hear from me. Yeah, I'm gonna call your mom, and that's fine. Yeah, you can call her if you need, if you need me. <laughs> okay. Damn, I can't send you like funny memes. No, no, I I like I love you guys so much, but I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to go in the woods. I want to go fishing and get on a kayak somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to be in the Netherlands doing the same thing, except I'll, I'll probably still be on my phone. I'm working hard, man. It's time. Y'all cussed me out, made me feel like shit, told me. Yeah. So I got a bunch of new music coming out. I'm yeah, they, they, have they downloaded your new song, Go? No. Go, 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 go. It's actually going to pop up. Link right in here. the description. Link in the description. Jasper's new music is fire. And dropping another song, Pink Slip. I'm dropping That's that. the craziest one yet. Yeah, God damn yeah, it. Yeah. When, when is this coming out? August, August 17th, 17th, it'll be out probably four or five days after yeah, that. Maybe tuned. it might be out. Who knows? But I need you to go download that. Free promo. Nice. Feels good. BS with Jake Paul. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, comment, like. Um, and remember, get wealthy without being famous. Yeah. Um, you heard it here first. Don't lose your mind. Go and try your luck. Test me in again. We let it rain. Kiss on start. Like